For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Purdue made headlines this past weekend with a huge upset over Iowa, thanks to their stellar defensive performance. One of those key defenders was Jalen Alexander, who finished the game with 10 total tackles. Alexander so far this season has 37 tackles, three for a loss, and one sack to his name. For today's NFL Draft Prospects Spotlight interview, host Ryan Roberts spoke to Alexander. Before we get to that interview though, folks, I do need to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of your pro and college football action this year. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the, where the game starts. Welcome to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. It is an interview edition, bringing you some insight into some of the best football players across the nation, regardless of level, regardless of competition. We are finding some of the best prospects and the future NFL players that you're rooting for on Sundays, especially specifically here for the 2022 NFL Draft. And I have here Jalen Alexander, linebacker out of Purdue. I was just telling Jalen before we started, you know, I, I was watching and I was doing an article on Purdue, some of their top prospects going into the year. And, you know, everybody knows about George Karloftis, which I'm going to talk to him about George a little bit because he's a special football player, obviously. But I just kept watching, and I you know, I have a little, my little notes off to the side, and I just kept writing down 36, man. And, and why I really wanted to reach out to him was write 36. I keep putting check marks next to him. Another play, pass breakup. Here's a tackle for loss. He's a – Dynamic second-level defender, listed at about six foot one, 235, 240. I think he's got fantastic speed, really, in my opinion, fits. I think he can play Mike, but traditional run-and-chase will linebacker. He's got a lot of juice to his game. Welcoming Jalen Alexander to the show. Jalen, appreciate you popping in, man. How's it going? It's good, man. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, Jalen, I kind of run this usually as, as a little bit of a journey. So, I'm a, a little bit of a nerd, so I go back to – High school, you know, I kind of went into a rabbit hole for a second, started looking at your highlights, was watching a dynamic linebacker, but then also a wide receiver on the other <laughs> side of the ball. I had to get over a thousand yards the one year playing wide receiver. So I wanted to take you back to Hoffman Estates, Illinois kid, obviously. 
And I just want a little bit of the career. Give me a little insight into you. And then why ultimately, you know, from the recruiting side, the Purdue Boilermakers were the best spot for you. I got you. Um, man, high school was fun. Like you say, play receiver. Uh, what's crazy is I really didn't want to play receiver, man. And my high school coach, we were just talking about it during the summer. He was like, I'm, I'm going to move you to receiver. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a receiver. I play running back. You know, I want the ball. You know, I want a lot of carries. But, you know, everything worked out, though. You know, I went to receiver and I was my friend was a receiver. So, you know, I, I was kind of looking at him, looking up to him, to try to, you know, turn myself into a receiver because I never really played that position. So, you know, doing that for two years was really fun. Um, my senior year, I felt like I was really getting the groove of it. You know, even though I was a bigger kid, I was still out there making plays. I felt like because I do study the game a lot, I was able to be a decent receiver. You know, I had to have a thousand yards. So you know, I feel like I worked hard at the position I did. But, you know, I like defense. I'm a linebacker. I like hitting people. So it was, it was you know, it's good to play linebacker in college. You know, Purdue was – um. <clears throat> Like throughout my recruiting process, I was getting a lot of, you know, Mac offers. And Mac is a great conference, but, you know, I felt like I could play at a higher level. So, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to keep pushing and keep pushing until I get that offer. And Purdue just happened to, you know, call me back in like, it was like April of like 2018 or something like that. So 2017. So then I was just talking to them, came to a camp, ended up getting an offer. And I'm like, you know, it's two hours away from home. You know, it's, just, it's not too far. I just said, you know, my baby sister, she was just born. I didn't want her to, you know, forget about me. You know, I just wanted to be close. And it's Big Ten, best competition you're going to get. You know, it's pre prestigious school, you know, the best learning, the best education you're going to get. So, you know, that's why I really felt like it was it was good for me to come here. Yeah, man. And I, I have to say, like, I'm really excited about the defense this year specifically. I know you guys got it working on both sides of the ball. Obviously coach Brom is one of the best offensive minds in all of college football. And there is mm -hmm. plenty of talent on offense to say the least um, with David Bell yeah. and those boys. But I want to start with just about the defense for a second. We can talk about the offense in a, in a minute, but you know, everybody again is going to talk about George Karloftis. I know that Mitchell at defensive end is a heck of a football player. I liked Corey Trice a bunch in this in yeah. the summer mm -hmm. as well. So this has to be, and I mean, you guys gave Notre Dame a lot of fits. You had two fantastic games to start the season before Notre Dame. How special is this defense, man? Because I know that it's been like a little up and down during your career at times. Uh, you know, yeah. a bit. I know last year was a big improvement. I think under Coach Diaco at the time, if I remember correctly. So yes. you guys have obviously gotten off to a hot start. I think this is one of the better Purdue defenses we've seen in a few years, man. Uh, just commenting on the talent that you guys have on that side of the ball. Man, you know, I feel like our whole defense, everybody on defense, even the ones you don't see, man, you know, we, we have great talent. You know, we have great players and we all have. I feel like the biggest thing, the biggest improvement was off the field, we're together, we're connected. I feel like this is probably one of the best off, you know, off seasons we had as far as working out and conditioning and really, you know, going through all that stuff you go through when you have an off season as a team. So I feel like that's what brought us closer. You know, it's a lot of guys who's 2019, 2018 kids that's playing, you know, so I feel like because we grew up together, we went through what we went through together in the years being here, it brought us to where we are now. We're together, we're playing fast, we're under a good staff. You know, it's just, we got a lot of great players, man. Cam Madeline, Marvin, Marv, you know, so it's a, it's a lot of great dudes out there, man. So yeah, we sure, just, we're going to keep playing good. Yeah. 
No, and I'm really excited about it, man, to say the least. I, I wanted to ask you real quick, because I know he played a much different role at linebacker, but Derek Barnes, of course, was a guy that I was a fan of. I mean, you guys played him on the edge a ton. I saw him on off ball. Like, he played a lot. Of, he was, for me, like, if the NFL was a little more like it used to be where we're playing a lot yeah. more three linebacker sets, like, he's that Sam linebacker, right? Like, he could play, play on mm-hmm. ball a little bit, like, do all that type of stuff. Can you talk to me a little bit just about maybe that relationship you guys have and seeing the success that he's having early in the preseason now going into the season? Um, how, I, I don't want to say influential, but how big has it been just to see his development and hit, and to be able to kind of bounce ideas off each other the last couple of years and see the success that he has playing linebacker yeah. on the next level? It's been good. And, uh, you know, one thing people really don't know is me and Derek really been locked in for a long time. You know, uh, when I came up here for my official, he was my host. So, you know, he's been he's been my friend since I was a senior in high school. We've been locked in. So, you know, I feel like it was just always natural. And then when we was on the field together, I feel like because it was natural off the field, you know, on the field, it was just like that. You know, we were just here with it. We were both mind to mind. So, you know, last year playing in the box with him, it was fun. You know, I really wish we could have had more times of doing that. But, you know, it was really good. You know, I'm proud of him. He's doing a great job out there. You know, hopefully he he make a lot of plays this year and then next year. Hopefully he got a jersey for me. We do a little jersey swipe or something. But, you know, he's definitely somebody I look up to, for real. I feel like that's my big brother, you know. And I just wanted to quick ask you about George Galapagos. I got to ask for a second, just because I tweeted out on Saturday night after watching him against Notre Dame. Like, it was already cemented for me. I had a preliminary first-round grade in the summer, but, like, Dude is a top 10 player in next year's class if he decides to come out. Man. Like, can you just comment a second on just what type of freak that dude is? He's 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 crazy. And it's really because like everything you see on the on the field, he does, you know, he does everything right off the field. I mean, he's he's in a facility 24-7. It's like everything you want in that type of player is what he what he is. So, you know, George is great. I love George. He's a funny guy. You know, he, he going to turn up on the field as a playmaker. So, you know, he always going to turn up on the field. But one thing I love about him is the off-the-field stuff. You know, and I, I look at him and another guy like that, Rondell. Rondell was the same way. So, you know, I look at those type of guys and it's just like, okay, I see why you are that type of person on the field because what you do off the field. And I try to, you know, implement that in my life as well. And I know Rondell's off to a good start, man. Like, everyone's so shocked. I'm like, did you watch the guy play? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are you surprised? It's because, you know, he was hurt a little bit. So people didn't really get to see what he really could do. But we always knew what Rondell was. So it was like, once he got to that level, it was like, we're going to know he's going to shine. It's Rondell. Yeah, man, absolutely. And I'm I'm really curious about your play, man. Because, like, the one thing, I mean, I think it was, like, the first play of the Notre Dame game you had a sack, right? Like, first or second play. First play, first play. I texted my buddy who actually covers Notre Dame for Sports Illustrated. I'm like, man, Purdue's defense is moving fast in this game. Like, they are all over the place. And you specifically, and that's one thing that I just kept noting on film is, like, you play so fast. And hearing your background as a wide receiver, I got to think that that helps a little bit with being able to diagnose and coverage. And then also playing against Coach Brahms' offense every day in practice. Just can you comment on maybe just how a couple of those things have done – for you to develop you into the fast diagnosing linebacker that you are now? Uh, yeah, definitely what you said about the receiver stuff. Um, you know, I as I got older, I started seeing, like, 
what my high school coach really did for me, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, you knew I wasn't really a receiver, but it helped It helped you, it's, and it's definitely going to help me in the future, which it is because, like you said, I can diagnose plays faster. I can diagnose route, routes. Like, all those type of things, it's just like I naturally feel it because I've played on offense. I've played running back. I've played receiver, so I kind of know what's going on already. Uh, playing against Coach Brown's offense, you know, in practice, you know, you're going to get a lot of things you're not going to get in the game. So just practicing that and being here four years and dealing with all that, it helps me play fast, be another three different defensive coordinators and three different coaches, you know, I've learned a lot. So it helps me play a lot lot faster than a lot of people. So, you know, I feel like that's, that helps my game a lot. And, you know, what else? I don't really. I feel like that's pretty much it. I feel like because I played offense, because of Coach Brown and what they do in practice, it allows me to play fast and and be a great linebacker. Uh, for sure, man. And I know you you were a contributor over your first couple years, but obviously I was watching the 2020 film. Although it was only six games, I believe I think yeah. you had like 49 tackles in six games, which is a crazy number. You're leading the team in tackles right now, tied for the team lead. Talk to me a little bit about your development on that side of the ball you said you say you know recruiting side like you're always a linebacker and obviously you've developed into one of the best in the big 10 now in your senior season so just how have you felt like your development has gone during your career at linebacker uh it's definitely been good you know I've always played I always played defense you know I've always been a linebacker my whole life I've played defensive line I've played offensive line running back I, I didn't play at every position you could really think of so but I always was a linebacker you know, when it came to defense, I was always that. And I didn't really, honestly, I didn't really know how to play linebacker. Like, it was just all natural for me. It was see ball, get ball. And that's, like, how I was playing for a long time. But coming to college and playing at this level, I understand that you have to learn techniques. You have to learn the game. So my four years here, and you know, being my fourth, and the reason why I'm doing so well is because I've had this time to learn the game. I had time to really study and really learn how to watch film and watch yourself and, you know, improve on my game. So, you know, as you get older, you tend to, when you find your passion, you tend to really want to work on it and really want to grind that in. I feel like because I got older, I got more wiser, the game has slowed down for me. I'm able to, to really, you know, figure out what I can do to be the best linebacker possible. You know, I really want to be one of the best to, you know, ever play the game. So I feel like improving and getting 1% better every day is going to help me get there. Yeah, I have to admit, man, I always love talking to linebackers because I, I played the position. I played, you know, every, 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 basically every spot in a 4 2 5, 4 4 3. Mm. We played a 5 2 when I was in high school. So I've uh, <laughs> been, been around a little bit, man, at the linebacker spot. And I love talking because, I, like, for me, when I was growing up, Luke Keekley was my dude. Like, I mm-hmm. love Luke, man. That was my, that's my all time favorite player. For you, yeah. Are there some players that you watch now growing up? Like who are some other guys that you watch that you feel like are your guys, the guys that you emulate to a degree? Uh, it's a lot of guys. As I got older, I started watching a lot of guys because I wanted to really, you know, see what they had in their game and see why they're doing so good in the league. But growing up as a kid, you know, from I'm from Illinois, so you know I got to say Brian Erlach. You know, he was, you know, he was one of the best, you know. So – I was watching him, Ray Lewis, of course. I feel like I kind of have that type of mentality like Ray Lewis. So I I like his game. Uh, Devin White, he's like, I feel like me and him are similar. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I, I like a, I like his game, just like you say, high motor linebacker. I I watch his film all the time, and I feel like you know I'd be like Jerry, you got to be like that. You got to fly around. You got to make plays. So you know, I look at him, Levante David. You know, now he just you know he getting a lot of recognition, but he's been in the league making plays being fast and hitting people for a long time. So, you know, I watch a lot of dudes. Luke Clinkley, like you just said, smart, smartest dude, smartest linebacker I, I could think of. So, you know, I watch a lot of guys and I try to implement their game into mine and try to be my best version of that, you know. And I want to talk about the, you know, future NFL aspirations in a second, but I just want to, obviously, you have a, you know, almost a full season ahead of you, man. Yeah, I, I think that produces. Yeah. a really talented football team. I, I'm excited to see like, you know, what happens as far as like competing for the big 10 championship and bowl games and all that type of stuff for you. It being your final year, what are some things individually team wise? Like what are some things that you want to accomplish for the rest of the year? Uh, right now as a team, man, we're just focused on, you know, one game season and doing the best we can throughout the season. I feel like, you know, this team that we have now, we can win the West, you know, and it's just about going out there and proving it. You know, everything just taking week by week, game by game, you know, 1% better every day. So I feel like we definitely are on the road to success. We just got to keep working. Uh, for me, you know, I feel like if I just keep working, get 1% better, you know, all my dreams will come true, you know, come to end. You know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a big guy on, you know, research, you know, just like you. I research a lot of things. You know, my name's not really buzzing how I want it to buzz. So, you know, I, I feel like that's giving me that, you know, that, that competitiveness that's like, okay, come on, Jay. You got to make plays every week to to get your name out there, to, you know, shine, to prove to everyone you you are really one of the best linebackers in, in the country. So I feel like just, just getting 1% better and working on my game every day is going to get me where I want to be and get this team where it's going to go. And I know we talked about, you know, just your ability to diagnose a lot, a lot of the wide receiver background and playing against Coach Brown's offense. One thing that I really also think is an underrated aspect of the the um, tra- projection to the next level. I talked to George actually before the season started in the summer when I wrote an article about him, and he talked to me about like, hey, uh, we've been through, and you kind of said it already, multiple defensive coordinators. He's played in an even front. He's played in an odd man front. Like you've been in varying defenses in different spots. How do you feel like that, being able to be around so many different defenses, different philosophies, has helped your development to be a versatile piece on the second level? Uh, it's, it's definitely helped me a lot. You know, uh, I really always played Will, but, you know, my freshman, sophomore year, I played Sam, I played Mike. You know, we, we really playing a 4-3 right now. My sophomore year, we really played a 4-2. You know, last year we played the 3-4. So, you know, being in, the, in a lot of different defenses helped me understand football so much. Like, I feel like people don't really – like you really have to study the game and understand what's really going on out there. Like, and if you know your defense, like the back of the hand, like you understand where the weaknesses are in the defense. You understand who's supposed to make that play. You understand where this guy's supposed to go. So like having all those different type of defenses, is like it opened my mind a lot. And it's like, okay, like I know how we can be successful. Like we know how to be successful because we didn't been through the worst of the worst, we'd have been unsuccessful. So we know how to be successful. And I feel like people underrate linebackers just IQ so much sometimes because it's like uh, everybody just wants to put all sa- – you know, they want to get safeties bigger. They want to mm-hmm. move them up to the second level. And then they see that, like, their eyes just can't catch up yet, man, because things yeah. happen <laughs> quick on that second uh, level. Man, 
is happening fast. And, and you got like tradition, like the traditional linebackers now, man. You know, they about six foot, six two. You know, they're not that big. It's three hundred pounds coming right at you fast. You got to diagnose everything. You got crossing nowadays. You got crosses going past your face. The quarterback might fake you out. Like it's a lot of things going on on the field. So. Like, not everybody can really play linebacker, so you got to have your eyes right. Like that's, that's really the, the first thing about it. You got to have the eyes right because you're going to get fooled all okay? game. Yeah, man. No, I always say, like, if a linebacker doesn't have good eyes, I don't want him. I'm done. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, as soon as I watch it on film, like, I don't want it. And I will say, man, I got out of the game early enough where I didn't have to deal with zone cross action where, like, they're bringing somebody underneath man. and hit the flat. Like, it's so frustrating to watch. I would be – Oh uh, man, I, I'm just thinking about it now. I'm just like, like my key, because like you're you're going to be wrong. Because like you're reading your keys, exactly. you're, you're working play side, and then all of a sudden it's scraping across your face. You have to redirect quickly. Like it sucks. Like, to be yeah. honest, you know? <laughs> it, it's really crazy. But I feel like, um, you know, one thing I really what helps me with that is like I tell myself, Jalen, be patient, but play fast. You know, diagnose everything. Be patient. Let it happen. But play fast, because if you play fast, you're going to get there. You're going to make the play. Just let it happen. You know? For sure, man. And kind of the last question I had for you was, obviously, I'm a big fan of yours. I think that you're going to have a very good opportunity to play on the next level. I think I've, everybody I've talked to from the NFL side, from Blesto, from National, they've had draftable grades on you. I know you say you want your name to be a little higher in that pecking order, but right mm-hmm. now I think that you're a guy that definitely could rise so just kind of looking forward to after the season, working towards April ultimately in the draft process, all that good stuff. How exciting is it to just know, one, you know, less than a year from now, you could be a professional football player. And two, how much of a blessing just has it been? How long has that kind of been a dream for you? Uh, man, it's, it, it really, really hasn't hit me like that, really. You know, I, I'm still kind of in college, dealing with college school and, and college ball. But, you know, I feel like, once it gets closer here, I'm going to start feeling it. And it's, it's still exciting, you know, thinking about it. I watch NFL football all the time. It's just like, man, I, I could really be out there instead of watching this next year. It's, it's like crazy to me. But, you know, I'm just going to keep working and keep doing what I got to do. And just, you know, when the time comes, I'm, you know, hopefully my name buzzing how I want it to buzz because of the season that I had. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting, uh, you know, it's just been a dream of mine since I was really since I came out the womb. Like for real. Like my mom had a dream about about me being this big star football player. And she's in college. She's young. She don't really know what to do. So, you know, as soon as I was born, you know, I've always had a football in my hand. It's been my dream. Been playing since I was five years old. You know, I've been hitting people since I was five. Like, think about that. Really, I'm I'm 21. It's been a long time. And I've stuck to it, you know. I feel like I feel like that's what people need to do, man. Find what you really love and find your passion and just stick to it. Like, why can't it be you? You know, that's yeah. one thing I always say. For sure. And I know you're going to make mom very proud here less than a year from now. So looking forward to that. Until then, it's just a little glimpse into Jalen Alexander, star linebacker for Purdue. If you have draft Knicks out there, if you have not watched him yet, Go turn on Purdue defense, number 36. You've been flying all around the second level, making a lot of plays. Jalen, I appreciate you again, man. This was fantastic. I love – this is my favorite part of what I do, just to be able to get an inside glimpse because, you know, reading the recruiting profiles and the background stuff, like that's fantastic. But until you really are able to talk ball with the guy, it, it just really changes perspective. So I thank you so much. 
wishing you the best of luck and really appreciate you just taking a little bit of time with me today. Appreciate you for having me, Ray Ryan. It's, uh, it's great, man. This was great. I like the conversation we had. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.